0: what's up and welcome to the pondering gods cast that's right we've decided to co opt the name pondering and gods oh, no yes <laughs> <laughs> this is our first episode if you're wondering like what the hell's gods cast this is about american gods um it is a show a original uh original Stars show that's on stars of course and um you know it's based on a book written by neil gaiman um with the same name pretty much you know star as a bevy of like very beautiful people <laughs> <laughs> and all that good stuff. Uh I mean, you know, we'll we'll get into the, like the different people that we've met and stuff like that in the in the um in the sh- you know, in this particular first episode. Um I'm Lance John and with me is Alyssa Spector.
1: Hey guys.
0: Uh so we decided to put out this podcast, you know, this is like our first type of podcast where we're like yeah, let's talk about a show that we like, you know, interested in, or whatever, you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so we decided I I co I, I convinced one person to join me. That's awesome. Um <laughs> but as time go on, we'll probably have more people join us, you know, depending on where they're at in this show and everything like that. Um, you know, if you want to check out uh, American Gods, you definitely can check it out on their, you know, either their website or their app, or you know, if you have stars ready, then you're good to go, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, um, I believe well, it, it premiered, um, Sunday, right? Sunday,
1: uh, April thirtieth.
0: April thirtieth. So I'm guessing that's when it will be showing it will be showing on sundays mm-hmm. <laughs> so. i think
1: there's only supposed to be eight episodes so i guess that means oh, okay. it'll only be eight shows <laughs> there'll only
0: be eight episodes of this show as well that show. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how long this is going to be though <laughs> but anyway let's get jump right into the episode shall we um so this the first episode is called the bone orchard and it's about 65 minutes long uh so you know they just kind of like you know, what your whistle a little bit, like, All right, these are the characters, here's what's happening, and, you know, we're gonna go through each one, um, you know, maybe, oh, I, I don't think I describe what American Gods is, like, you know, the synopsis or whatever, but, um, it's, it's pretty much about, like, um, just, well, gods. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: supposed to be about, uh, I guess over time, gods, I, I, I never read the book, one of these days I would More like to read I. the book, but for from what I, I've known about the synopsis and what people have told me of, uh, um, th- pr- the premise is pretty much supposed to be like uh, gods came into being because we believed in them. <laughs> and yeah. so like when you know everybody came to America, they brought their beliefs with them. So basically all these gods, came to america and then over time they kind of like integrated with society but over time people you know lost faith in gods and i guess religion uh and they became more involved in like new gods like gods of technology and gods of science or something and so Mm -hmm. the old gods feel threatened by like these new gods uh and one of these gods like uh finds this guy uh, well the main character of the book is this guy named Shadow Moon who gets mm-hmm. involved um with the god you know with the god somehow i don't know what exactly his role is yet but so far that's that's all i know is that he was basically he gets involved with this whole world so
0: yeah like unbeknownst to him <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You know, like, it's, uh, from how IMDB breaks down the first episode, it's a man broken and alone, wishes only to survive his time in prison long enough to see his wife again, although unexpected news release him from prison early, it's hard, it's hardly the news he, and then he says dot dot dot, so I guess it doesn't really go into, <laughs> there is no read more area, um, so that's pretty much how, what the first episode is, about Shadow Moon getting out of prison, um, you know he got he gets uh, so we're gonna be spoiling stuff as well. So if you don't <laughs> want us to spoil shit and you're listening to this, well, I don't know what to tell you. You're doing this to yourself. <laughs> um, you know uh, he gets he gets you know a call because like the day before he speaks to his wife because he said he feels like something is um, a bit off and um then the next day he gets a, he gets uh called to the warden's office and he's told that his wife died in a car crash. Um after that he subsequently is released um early um you know it, you know it's they, they made it seem like it was because his wife died. Um that's why they released him early. Um and then he meets um more or less he meets Mr. Wednesday, which is what we're uh, from what we understand or you know, what we've gathered he is um some sort of norse god um you know and uh he's uh re- you know more or less recruited um shadow moon to join him for something or work with him <laughs> mm-hmm. and we're we are, uh, we've yet yeah, to know what that is <laughs> yeah we don't know what that is um but we should also mention that um shadow moon is played by ricky whittle and um And Mr. Wednesday is played by Ian um, McShane, uh, McShane, if I'm pronouncing his name correctly, with a bevy of other people, you know, like Emily Bronin, um, Pablo, like, you know, like, I cannot pronounce anybody's name in this show. So (laughs) (laughs) if you want to see what everybody's name is, you can just hit up their IMDb or just check out their thing. Um, But yeah, the, the show, I would say it's beautifully shot. I think the pacing was pretty good. A um, lot of really interesting trippy imagery, especially when Shadow Moon has his, uh, I guess, visions, um, where he is. I mean, the reason why they call this episode "The Born Orchard" is because he's literally walking through a field of bones, uh, just like skeletons yeah. everywhere. Um, with that, with that imagery of the uh, the bull, the the is it was that a bull or an ox? I can't tell. It was some sort uh, of
1: bull. I think. I think it was a buffalo. Buffalo. Okay. <laughs> it looked like. Yeah, that that scene was wild. With the, uh, I mean, he has a couple of scenes. Like the first scene is just him like walking around, you know, that field of bones, and there's like that tree it looked like it was bleeding. And then next time he has that vision when he's on the plane, it's it's he's like in the same place, but this time like freaking buffalo with flaming eyes comes out. I'm like whoa, this is cool. I visually the show is beautiful. I, I love the surrealness of of everything and that's why i was so interested in this uh show is because i love the i love stuff that has to do with like mythological you know anything that has to do with mythology and mythology integrating in like modern society i think is such a cool concept so i was totally hyped for the show
0: yeah it was um the imagery is uh really cool most you know like i mean help throughout even when they met um what's his name technical boy he's one of the gods i believe that shows up as well um the, his uh, you know you can tell they kind of blew the cg budget on that one because <laughs> <laughs> you know it was, it was pretty trippy in many ways um yeah. and t- but- and technical boy is played by bruce langley um if you you know Hey, look! Somebody's name I can pronounce. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: even like the the intro uh, of the show was gorgeous. Like the opening credits was mm. just so cool to see. Like all this, you know, mythological and religious uh, imagery kind of like mixed with like technology. Like you see like 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 a menorah, which is like all all wired up or something and then you see like it looks like the thunderbird the native american thunderbird eagle with like rockets coming out of its leaves it's
0: it's <laughs>
1: very interesting
0: yeah i thought that was pretty cool too um how they like went and about with, all that
1: and there's like a like a robot buddha or something <laughs> with like an emoji <laughs> face on it it's crazy
0: yeah definitely their imagery that they're trying to portray you know, definitely. I I, I guess it kind of speaks to um, how we as a society in the U.S. have like come to regard religion versus our technology, and how you know some people are kind of like uh, either complaining or or worshiping one or the other, or saying one or the other doesn't is not important over the other or whatever the case may be. Um, I believe there is there's a, a saying about. Um, like you know technology is like what's the difference between technology and magic it's like the the lines are kind of blurry mm-hmm. <laughs> you know because yeah. uh, i mean when you think uh, not to downplay anybody's religion but a lot of the stuff they talk about in, in, the, in the holy text sounds very supernatural very magic like you know um mm-hmm. so it's like what if like you know what if one of us was to travel back in time and you had all your gadgets on you somebody they would either think you're a witch and try to kill you <laughs> um, <laughs> You know, or you know, they'll worship you as a god because you can produce light from a box that you have oh, in yeah. your hand. Can
1: you imagine you know, going, like going back to like medieval times with a cell phone <laughs> or an iPad? That'd be, that'd be crazy. That'd be... Like, what oh, is yeah, this be... mirror that moves? It's a magic mirror. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, but yeah. I I do like the concept of the show. You know, it makes sense. Like thinking that science uh, and technology is you know, the theme of the show is like belief, like believing in something makes it reality. And yeah, you had back, like if you saw in the beginning, the opening of the show where they have like the short story about uh, the first Vikings that, you know, came to America, it, it, they basically implied like, uh, you know, they believe like, oh, you know, there's like a wind god or something or some kind of violence, you know, appeases the the god or something and you know i it makes sense like back then people thought like oh there's a thunderstorm in the air you know there's the the reason why lightning is is in the air is because it's caused by zeus or it's caused by thor you know there's Mm. that's why there's thunder in the air so it makes sense like okay thor and zeus exist they're the meaning behind it and i can understand like years later people believe like oh the reason why you know we have gravity is because uh you know because of uh you know isaac Some newton gravity <laughs>
0: yeah. so, so everybody believed
1: or. in isaac newton i could or people believed in his law mm. or his theory and that's the reason why like the airplane is like the reason why you know rocket ships are able to go into the air is because of science and right you know it's almost like they believe in the work of the scientists and their explanations of how something functions in the physics. So that came yeah. to reality. <laughs>
0: Pretty much, yeah. Cause it's the, like, it seems like, like the show is trying to push that narrative of like anybody can, anyone or any idea can be a God-like thing. Um, you know, cause enough if people you, it, believe in it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like if you believe in it, then therefore it's real, I guess, because I remember a buddy of mine telling me about the color red that, Um, Humans didn't have um, a word for it or knew how to describe it. Like we didn't know red existed until we created a word for it, and then we say, "Oh, that's red," you know. Whereas blue could have easily be red. I know it's kind of of sounds weird, but I'm just saying like you know, it's interesting how, especially that part where they're talking about when Mr. Wednesday met, um, shadow moon in the plane. And he was talking about Newton's law and how it's like, you know, is it because these people believe in it that's why the plane is working, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. uh, cause I've heard other scientists, uh, engineers say that planes, it's amazing that planes fly because technically they shouldn't be able to, but they do mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. um, and it's like, that that whole thing, like I said, it's just one amazing concept as it goes on into the show. And it's like, you know, getting past that, uh, you know, I guess theology, if you want to call it that. Um, and then going into more of um, Shadow Moon's story, him coming back home. Um, he meets a seven-foot leprechaun. They have a fight. <laughs> I find that I really enjoyed the um, the coin tricks. That was really fun. Yeah, uh, I that thought, was like, great. You know, it was <laughs> cre- like it got to a point because you know coin tricks are fun until they're not because it got super creepy out of nowhere. Because you like that would creep me out too. It's like where the hell do you have all these coins? <laughs> it's yeah, like, you know, he's a leprechaun. Uh, <laughs> I thought that, I thought
1: it was funny because it's just he's just this tall guy that comes out of nowhere. He's like, who are you? And he's like. I'm a leprechaun.
0: <laughs> yeah. His name is <laughs> like, uh, Mad, uh, oh, Mad Sweeney. Yeah, Mad Sweeney. And when he said, I was like, wait, are you talking about the Bobberish the Bobberish Sweeney? Like the crazy uh, Sweeney one Todd. That one? Well that yeah.
1: Sweeney Todd may have come from that because the name Mad Sweeney, I think, is the name of like an old Irish character or some, uh-huh. from some old Irish story. I I don't know what it's about, but I I've heard the name. So it's one of those like fabled you know, characters kind of like King Arthur or you know Robin Hood. So he's it's it's just a
0: uh, it yeah. could be yeah <laughs> yeah I yeah, know like I I can definitely see that I I really got some inklings of that and I I thought that fight scene was pretty funny um, but it was kind of weird too because I was like well he just got out of prison should he be fighting anybody right now like <laughs> you well, know well
1: that was the whole thing I he. Yeah. He pretty much went to prison, I think, because of
0: uh, aggravated assault or something like that and,
1: or battery or or something. And yeah. I guess, you know, once he comes out, there's that scene where he's in the the airport uh, and he's trying so hard not to, like, yell at the at the woman. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. You know, he, he has a flashback to when he was in prison talking to his uh, cellmate or his or his friend saying, don't piss off those bitches at the airport because <laughs> he knows like <laughs> what's Which- that
0: happened. which i believe believe that guy um i believe that the character's name is salem um salem or something like that i don't think he exists i don't think i think that was all in shadows um in shadow's head i don't because if you notice no one interacts with him besides shadow
1: well i don't know if he's if he doesn't exist or he's he maybe he's a god himself and mm-hmm. maybe he's only appearing, you know, he's only showing himself to, uh, to, uh, to him, to him.
0: I mean, it could be a possibility cause, but you know, I'm looking at the IMDb here and it says that, um, sorry, his, sorry, the, the character I'm talking about, his name is low key Laysmith and he plays by, he's played by, um, Jonathan Tucker. Um, I which mean, is,
1: if the name is low key. It right. has to be, <laughs> so be, be referenced.
0: Has to because you know that's I, I find that kind of interesting. But according to IMDb, he's only in one episode. So I ah. you know if he is a god, then I guess we won't find out in this season. Or maybe he comes back for the second season if there's a
1: second season. because you know he, um, when when he has that flashback first he sees him in the airport and then mm-hmm. once the flashback finishes it doesn't see it anymore. So I was thinking like okay why does he see him in the airport for like yeah. a split second? Uh, like, is he following him? Like, you know, it's 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 very interesting.
0: Because hmm. I, I can, yeah, I, I thought that was, um, I, I, I like, I actually like the look of the character and the way he spoke as well. I don't know, it was something about his accent and his mannerisms, which was, like, weird. You know, it was like, I was like, oh, that's interesting. I wonder what his deal is, you and know. Like,
1: and it came off as very mischievous, which, you know, wouldn't surprise me if he actually was... A, the
0: god loki so yeah so who, who knows maybe they'll reference him later in the show or, you know other episodes we'll, we'll see how that works out for him um another scene that i wanted to touch on was the belquist scene oh, god. um <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Bil- no it's Bilquis. Bilquis. yeah not belquist there's no e in there so <laughs> Bilquis, um if you've watched the show um, is played by um, Yeti uh, Yeti D Bakadi. I I think I got that right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, badakai, uh, badakai. Uh, I, I you know what I, I don't know. Don't, I don't know. Don't kill me. I don't don't kill me. Uh, apparently
1: not she's a newcomer me. and this was her first big breakout role, which is very interesting.
0: Well, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's like it's her big. Yeah, this is like probably her biggest one because she's been well, she's not. I guess she's new, in a way, in mainstream newness. But she's been in a few stuff over the years. Um, you know, like, from since 2003, according to her um, IMDb sheet here. Um, but, yeah, definitely she's in all eight episodes of... Um, uh, for this season so that means it's eight episodes so therefore she's in all of them <laughs> um, but yeah she plays she plays bilquist um or belt uh, bilquist yes um which is the goddess of um it's almost like aphrodite in a way or i'm guessing the goddess of sex or worship i'm not I, yeah
1: I, I i don't know i i tried to to look her up on you know wikipedia and, um. <laughs> and apparently when you look up bilquist it's it takes you to the Queen of Sheba. So right. apparently, I think, and it makes sense. I, I'm, I'm thinking she is the Queen of Sheba, considering how she's yelling at the guy to worship her. Uh, and, you know, he mentions stuff about, like, concubines, et cetera, et cetera, And, yeah, I guess, you know, when you think about it, the Queen of Sheba didn't really have a name. Uh, but I guess in certain texts, like in the Quran or, or some stories from other, uh, I guess there are certain other legends, you know, across Asia um, Mm. where she's called Bilquis and some legends say she's actually like a demon with like supernatural powers. Um, So it's interesting. No, you know, I, I don't know the true story about her, but that's, what's
0: interesting about American. But that's,
1: that's what's interesting about American Gods is the fact that it's a certain, the fact that certain people believed in this, the fact that they believed the Queen of Sheba was this woman, you know, who was like, yeah. this evil, this, I don't know about evil, but she was like this Which, crazy sex goddess that absorbs yeah, yeah. people on her vagina.
0: <laughs> <And> <laughs> she <much>. exists. <laughs> yeah. Or existed at one point. According to like, apparently, you know, Queen of Sheba is a biblical figure and, her, you know, her husband was Solomon. Um, and she had, so. and she had one child according to you know according to Wikipedia and other historical references and stuff like that um but if you check if you google um Belquist and then hit images there are some really gnarly imagery <laughs> of, oh yeah of, like, human form of what she may or may not look like it is. Incredible.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, when you look up, when you hear about the Queen of Sheba, you just hear that she's just a a biblical figure uh, who visited King Solomon. And Mm. I didn't know that all these other legends about her existed. Uh, She's mentioned in, you know, Christian texts and Jewish texts and Islamic texts. Uh, Yeah. So looking at this here, it says uh, in the Quran, even though the story is similar to the Bible uh they're saying that she's she could have been like a genie or you
0: know mm. it, uh, a succubus or something like or that a
1: succubus uh, no idea
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it's um that scene was really interesting and i'm sure um like i i if you if you check out the stars version of the show where you can watch the extras and stuff like that i would say watch it they did talk about that particular scene And um, I believe the um, author of the book, he said that um, that was like the number one question when he announced it was going to be a show. They're like the readers of the book was like, well, how are you going to do that scene? How is that going to happen? And quite honestly, based on what I'm seeing here in imagery of what Belquist is considered, either she's either a queen or she's a succubus or she's an um, she's some sort of um, demon demon. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, or like a demon queen or a demon succubus. Who knows? I mean you know it there... it's a lot not like as that how that is pertained, it's not that grotesque when you think about it. I mean, <laughs> but like but I, guess, I say, yeah.
1: even even if she was a real person, uh, and she wasn't didn't have supernatural powers, it's like there are some, you know, stories that says that uh, you know, they, they kinda demonized her because the fact that she had like all this power back then. So it's almost like legends kind of like demonized her and said that she had all this power because she had supernatural powers over over men or something. So yeah. because of that belief, because of that belief is the reason why that version of her probably exists. Because, you know, I think uh I I heard I think like an American Gods in the book there actually is like more than one version of Certain gods, based on like people's beliefs of them, like you know, there's a million different interpretations. I'm not saying from American gods, I'm just saying in mm. general that there's a million interpretations of who Santa Claus is. So,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, yeah. You know,
1: there's the Russian interpretation, there's the uh, you know, the Nordic interpretation, so there's all different, there's the Germanic one, so there's all different personifications of who Santa Claus really is. So
0: Hmm. i can i can imagine um but you know it was a very interesting scene where she more or less enveloped an entire you know grown adult male <laughs> um, <laughs> that, that part was just Cordis. <laughs> weird <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it,
1: that whole scene just i felt awkward not but not because yeah. of it's a sex scene it's just that it's just
0: how it Weird. all went
1: down. Well, like, like I said. If Literally.
0: You, if you take a look at some of the Google images I'm seeing, that was really tame versus to what people imagine what Belquist would look like in demon form. Because, Lordy, it is not good looking. Well, I heard that in
1: the book, it's it's just, it's just more graphic. Like, <laughs> oh, really?
0: Okay. But
1: I'm surprised they went and did that scene at all because in the book, it was apparently that scene was the only time you see her in the whole book. Like it was just a one-time mention and then you never hear from her again. But Mm -hmm. I guess since uh, the show's producers plan on making her like, you know, uh, making her, uh, she's going to have a bigger role mm -hmm. in the show basically. So maybe that's why they threw that scene in and also to kind of establish like, Oh, this is the power of gods. You know, this is what they can do (laughs) even when they're living among us.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, hey, I guess we'll see what happens. I'm glad that she, I guess, you know, because it'd be kind of weird to just show her once and never show her again in the show. (laughs) Because I think I'd probably be pissed off, too, in the book as well. Like, if I read the book, like, I'm like, wait, so we're just going to talk about this goddess that just involves, envelops people and not talk about her again? (laughs) Like, that's just what the, you know, I mean, I know the stories about Shadow Moon and his, I'm guessing his awakening to something, but Mm -hmm. we'll see um but, like i said
1: um, i i never read the book but i'm <laughs> uh i'm actually surprised that i didn't i didn't think that uh american gods was going to be this raunchy is that the word right? <laughs> <laughs> uh like game of thrones because i'm not that i have a problem with it it's just i'm surprised mm-hmm. because uh the other works i'm familiar with by neil gaiman are like sandman uh Coraline and stardust and those, mm. you know, are all very, you know, those all have, like, fantasy elements, too, but they're, they don't have anything as, like, what's the word I'm looking for?
0: <laughs> I guess graphic. Uh,
1: graphic, I guess, yeah, like, oh, oh, oh okay. She's, <laughs> well, at first when I saw, the, I saw the sex scene, I was like, oh, damn, and then when that happened, I'm like, oh,
0: damn. <laughs> <laughs> They went there. They went there.
1: Like, oh, I didn't Uh, think this would go there,
0: but cool. Yeah. (laughs) One one last thing I want to add before we go. Um, Definitely, I love the way, um, you know, Shadow Moon's character is being portrayed throughout this particular episode. Because of the whole, like, you know, he's in prison. He's there for aggravated assault. um, And then, like, they kept on, like, tapping him to make him angry for reasons to either stay in prison or go back to prison, you mm-hmm. know, and that just didn't happen. And it's like, and it seemed like he really got his shit together. Cause he was, uh, I believe in the, in the show, they said he was in prison for like three years and you know, how all that came together. It seems like I was like, no, I am sorry for what I did. I'm a better person. Now I really just want to move on with my life, you know? And, but here comes all this crazy shit <laughs> to yeah. just fuck with him. And, he didn't bite. I mean, for the most part, he didn't bite. You know, until yeah. he until he did, and then you know, ended up the way he is. There. Well, you know.
1: I guess also when he he got out of prison, there was nothing really to go back to. Like he was getting out of prison, hoping to reunite with his wife, and then you know he finds that his wife died, and on top of that, she was actually cheating on him, <laughs> which is kind of messed up. So.
0: Yeah. yeah. That one was, uh, you know, I let people watch the show so you can see that whole scene because that was some whoa. <laughs> yeah. The the uh, the graveyard scene was like okay. Um, oh man,
1: and yeah, yeah, and that was another thing. Apparently, that graveyard scene was supposed to be a lot raunchier than what it was, but Neil Gaiman actually put his foot down and and told the producers like, if you make this happen, uh. if you make this happen, I will jump in front of a train and leave a note (sighs) saying that this was all your fault. And they were like, wow, you feel that strongly about it. He goes, yes, I feel that strongly because this is not how it was in the book. I don't want this. I'm giving you creative, you know, freedom. I'm giving, I'm letting you take liberties with, with, you know, my source material, but there are certain things I don't want to be changed. He said, the man is currently in shock with, you know, and taking everything in. And that's, not what he wants right now.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but, you know, I it's, like I said, I, I'm glad it didn't go that way in that graveyard scene because it probably would have changed my opinion of yeah. that character if that happened. Um, Same
1: here. And I just feel like if they did that, it the fact that that didn't happen in the book because apparently in the book it wasn't that much of a it, big of a deal as it was in the show either. It was just like, uh you know she uh she tried to you know like hit on him but she you know she knows that she's also like really confused and stressed in right now and you know he stops her and then they just end up hugging and that's it so mm-hmm. if they took it that far in the show uh i feel like they're just making it you know they're just, just doing it for the hate. show just yeah. making gratuitous for the sake of being
0: gratuitous, yeah. shock factor in a way. For shock yeah, factor, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, well, well, I guess we'll see as the show go on. There's, you know, it's it's not like it's not a bloody show as well. So you know, so if you're shocked by blood, that might shock you more. But who knows? Um, but anyway, um, you know, we're gonna keep it short because uh, you know we want you to go and watch the show and come back and tell us what you think. And you know. Uh, and all that good stuff but you're gonna find this episode on the pondering uh main website and um, hopefully on itunes and stitcher and all those other um, you know directories of podcasting and stuff like that so you can find us a little bit easier um, but until next time guys uh, we appreciate you for listening and drop us a, a like or some conservative criticism. Whatever, you know? Um, but <laughs> the episode is over. Bye-bye for now.